Easy world. What up, world? It's your man, Ant Boogie. Don't worry about the name. Get used to the voice. And we are back at it again. And welcome to another episode of Keeping the Towel. Thank you so much for tuning in and rocking and vibing with me again. And I am grateful to have you with me again. Hopefully you are good out there. I know the weather's been catching some people. It's been cold. It's been blizzards. I think in one state they had, what, 22 inches of snow? Jeez, that is crazy. That's near two feet of snow. Incredible. But hopefully you're good out there and you're safe. And hopefully wherever you're at, it's warmer. It's gotten a little warmer. And... You know how it goes, man. This is just part of the game. And global warming is real, folks. Anybody's telling you global warming is not real, there you go. There goes your answer. All right, y'all. So here we are. We're back for another round. We're back in it again. Another fight that we're in it. And I hope you are still in this fight with me. So if you're in your locker room, I need you to finally come out your locker room and get to the ring. Go ahead and get your last instructions. You know how this drill goes, man. And I need you to get to the center of the ring. And let's go ahead and touch gloves. Get that mouthpiece in your mouth. Don't forget that. Because, ladies and gentlemen, the round has officially started. Let's get into it. Many of us say that we can create. We love to watch and see creators. Love them. Whether it be artists who paint, sculpt, or we see musical artists. We see producers. We see singers. We see people of business. We love to see what they can create, whether it's a new app, some new technological innovation that starts to shift society, that shifts the world, a la Jeff Bezos. Amazon shifted it, a la Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, um, Steve Allen. They shifted society, of course, with the way how technology is now. And there's going to be more. Elon Musk, he's soon going to be shifting technology right away, so... Get ready for that. However, these people had to take time to create something. And that creation didn't just happen overnight. It took some serious time. Now, no matter who you are, where you are, a lot of us say that I can do something. I can do that. We can look at someone and say, oh, I can do that. That that doesn't look that hard. That doesn't look that difficult. That's until now when you got to go ahead and do it. It does get a little difficult. It does get a little hard. What I'm coming from with you is you are the creator. What are you creating? What are you creating out there? What is it that you know that you see in your mind, that you see in your heart, that you have in your heart, that you're willing to bring out and give out to the world? What is it? As I've said before, that I've heard from the late Dr. Miles Monroe, he said it best. Don't just be a good person, but be a person of value. You want to be a person of value. And a person of value is someone who creates something. You can create something that is good for the world. That what are you giving out into the world that the world needs, that can be enhanced, that the world can use. There's people who believe things that they create that is changing the world, but oftentimes it's not. There's people who create things that entertain us, of course. And then there's people who's creating things at this very moment. While you're listening to this, they're creating something that's about to shift us into and propel us into something totally different. That's why they're still perfecting self-driving cars. They're still perfecting that. They're still perfecting robots to do the work of humans where we will not be used for a lot of things pretty soon. And while a lot of you may say, yo, that's messed up. They're taking money away from us and everything. 
Understand, this is part of the technological age that we are in. And that is about to get much, much saturated with. And while you're busy saying that's not fair, guess what? You're using those same technological advances. You're using those same technological devices and saying, thank God for this. Today, now, you don't have to write down the directions or instructions. Guess what? You got your map app. It can do it for you. You don't have to worry about anything. But what are you creating? What is it that's in you that you believe can make a difference in this world that the world needs? Where a lot of you have that vision or you have that thought. And that's all it is to a lot of you. It's just a thought. But you're not doing anything with it. So what is it that you're trying to do? What is it that you're trying to create? Creation is so very important. The thing is that we don't want to sit in this world and that we did not create anything. Now, a lot of you will say, well, I created my child. I was part of the creation process of my child. Yes, yes, I respect that. But I'm talking about more than that. What else are you creating? A lot of you just say it doesn't matter. I created a roof over my family head. That's good enough. Mm. Okay. But then you feel unfulfilled. You lie in your deathbed and you say, I don't feel fulfilled. I wish I could have. I wish I would have done. That is one of my worst fears of my life. One of them. That I lay on my deathbed with my waning minutes and seconds of life, hours of life, days of life, weeks of life. And I'm saying, man, I wish I would have done bah. I wish I could have done bah. I wish I would have just had the courage to do this or that. Yeah. And there's a lot of you who don't care about that because you just care about just surviving. That's all life is about, just surviving. So after you survive day one, day two, week one, week two, week three, month one, month two, month three, year one, year two, year three. So you've been surviving this whole time. And while you've been surviving, you have created nothing, nothing. You haven't decided to try something because only thing that's apart for life is just working these hours for the days and then come home, Netflix and chill and go back to sleep. Complain about the world. Do it all over again. That's all it is. Do it all over again. But you created nothing. You haven't written down anything. You haven't even put anything to pen to paper, not even from fingertips to keyboard, nothing, nothing that will say, hey, look, you know what? I'm starting to create something. And then there's some of you who have created something, but you need to go ahead and dust it off. It's been sitting under something covered with some stuff, covered with bills, covered with other things that had just clouded your mind that took you off your focus of that. And you got it sitting right there and you just need to dust it off. <laughs> So you can go ahead and try it again. What are you creating? Creating is so important in this world because I believe that we weren't created just to go ahead and work a nine to five, come home, eat, watch TV, sleep, do it all over again. Well, now in this day and time, that has definitely changed is go to work on your phone, drive home on your phone, come home, watch TV on your phone. While you're doing something else on your phone, you eat with your phone and then you go to bed with your phone, do everything on your phone before you go to bed. And then some of you even wake up in the middle of the night with your phone and then do it all over again. And all you're doing is liking a bunch of people doing the same things. They taking trips. They're doing this. They're doing that. All these incredible things. You just liking and saying, yes, yo, proud of you, king. Yes, queen. Yes. Oh, my God. OMG. That's it. But you have not created anything for yourself. You haven't created anything for yourself to say, eh. not to post, not to post, but you haven't created anything for yourself to say, you know, I satisfied this that I placed in my mind. 
you know, just like you satisfy a debt. Same thing. There's a debt in your mind. There's a debt in your spirit. There's a debt that is within you that needs to be satisfied. And that debt is screaming at you. Do not die without satisfying this. And I'm not talking about some perverted, trivial, stupid thing like, yeah, for some of y'all, I want to sleep with this many people before I leave this earth or I want to go ahead and drive these many cars. No, 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 no. I'm talking about something of value, something of value. I would like to write a book before I leave this earth. I would like to help some kids read before I leave this planet. Something of value. The thing is, you are the creator. You're not God, but you're the creator. You can create this. You're responsible for your future. You're responsible for this. And it's said many, many times, it starts right within your mind. You are responsible for it. Your paintbrushes. Your paintbrush is your hands, your feet. Everybody can think about it. Everybody can say, oh, yeah, I can manifest it. I have nothing against manifestation. I know some people don't agree with it. Some people say it's just a lofty mindset thing that is just to make people lazy and they don't want to do anything. Again, that is subjective. That's what you believe or what you don't believe. No problem. I have nothing against it. However, with that manifestation, it comes with action. The Bible says it. Faith without works is dead. Everybody loved that part, that faith part. But that work part is different. That's right. I do got to get up this time in the morning, don't I? Yep. That's right. I do got to stay up a little later than normal to do this, right? Yep. That's your vision. That's your dream, ain't it? So, yeah. That's right. I got to go ahead and deal with the rejections and everything and still keep going with this and still sell this to somebody that I still believe in. This is what I, I think you should invest in it. Yes. You're the creator. You're the creator of it. And I remember watching this video where was this young lady. And I swear, I don't know what she was high on. I, I think she was high on something, but... She was like one of those new age hippies that just say, don't worry, just manifest it. And it's just going to come. Trust me, it's just going to come. Right. And she said that she manifests all these things. She spoke all this, that I'm going to have this type of guy in my life, this type of house, this happened, this, da, 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 da. Fine, 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 fine. Then the question was asked. Okay, so you want this home. You want to live in, in a good neighborhood. What are you doing? In her very, very small apartment, she just said, Oh, I just see it and it's there. Right. Once again, she was on something, I swear. But right there it was showing she wasn't willing to work for anything. She wasn't willing to put in the work. She wasn't willing to go ahead and put down foot to ground, hand to plow to make sure something happens. Something, just a little something to happen. That's all you got to do. I told it to you before. All you got to do is just start. Just start. To walk the whole staircase, only thing you just got to do is just get on the first step. Step number one. Well, I want to lose weight, and I can manifest losing 20 pounds. Okay? So, it just happens. Like, some people say, I just will my body to this. No, it takes work, and you got to put in work to make that work happen. That's how this works. You got to put in work to do work for work to happen. Simple as that. As much as we are in this space and time of manifestation and everything, again, I'm not against it. Speaking faith, the Bible talks about that. There's nothing wrong with it. I have nothing wrong. But you still got to put hands to plow. You still got to put your hands in the dirt. You got to get dirty somewhere. 
That means you're going to have to get up a little earlier than usual. That means you're going to have to sleep a few hours, four, five, six hours. Sometimes that's what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to shut down on going out with partying and all that stuff just so you can get for what you want to do because you're the creator of it. Now, if we can go ahead and look at all these incredible artists, as I said to you before, let's look at all their artwork from Picasso to Michelangelo to Leonardo to Andy Warhol. We can look at all these people and we say, yo, this is dope. These people are dope. That person can do this and that. Yes, they've done some great work. This is why they're in the annals of great artistry. And there's many, many others. Gordon Parks. You will say, who's Gordon Parks? Just look him up. The legendary photographer. But again, it took work. Gordon Parks had to go in areas just to take some good photos. The man didn't just say, you know what? I'm going to just visualize it and then I'm going to think I could take a picture. You can't take a picture of your mind. He had to go out there and he had to go ahead and create the art. He had to create it. He was the creator. His hands were the paintbrushes. His eyes were the paintbrushes. He had a great eye to see certain things. But the thing is, is that we live in a space and time where... We feel that if we just speak, it's created. Again, I have nothing against that. But regardless, wherever you want to go to, it still takes you to make your hands and feet do the work. But I feel it's time for me to open my own business, start my own small business. All right, well, it's going to have to start somewhere. That means you may have to work a few overtimes. That means you're going to have to work a couple of extra days so you can put some money aside so you can say, all right, well, this is going to start it up. That means you're going to have to conjure up a business proposal and present it before family, friends, whoever, and say, Yo, look, would you mind investing in it? We don't like to hear it. We don't like to deal with it, but it's part of it. That's part of the paintbrush. You have this incredible canvas, this large canvas in front of you that you can visualize, but all it takes for the artist to start going is taking that paintbrush, i.e. your hands, your feet, and then dip it inside the paint and start Using the stroke of the brush. That was it. Sculpt the same way. Whether it's marble, stone, whatever it is. They see it and all they got to do is get the chisel and the hammer and just chisel away. Producers, same thing. They can hear a sound in their head. They can hear a sample. They can hear something. And then that just sparks something inside of them. And then they start putting putting down some dope beats. They start putting out some good music. It just takes the strum of a guitar. It just takes the playing of some keys, the playing of some chords on the piano, and then boom, the playing of of some notes on the saxophone. That's all it takes for them to create. But the thing is, again, we sit in this space where we don't want to have that responsibility. We don't want that responsibility of creating because that means I got to start some things over. I got to go back and do it all over again. Yes, that's the whole point. Whole point. How do you think a lot of authors, when they write their books, how do you think that happens? You ever look at their workspace? A lot of papers all over the floor, crumpled up, balled up, everything. This is part of it. But they're creating something. They're creating something, writing that writing that book, putting it to fruition, so that the main thing, they want to put it on the shelf so you can read it and that they can be able to say, yo, I made some sales for my books. Name your author. Whoever's your author. Your favorite author. I don't care. Name them. And name those books that you have read from that one author. Go ahead and just think about about the four, five, six books you've read for them. How do you think that happened? 
it may seem easy that they could just conjure up a, a title or a plot and everything, a storyline, and they just make a good story with it. Eh, seems easy, but took a while. This is why you hear them say, yo, this took me two, three years in writing. I started this book two, three, four years ago. Yeah. Because a lot of things have to go into it. It's not that, oh, well, I had to get this within six months, one year. No, no, no. They just took their time. But the most important thing is they started to make moves on creating it. Because they're the artists. They're the artists. And this is the canvas they wanted you to read. This is the canvas that they want you. Think about that, that author who can write that book and cause you. This is one thing I respect about a very good author, that they can cause you to start visualizing what they have put in that book. I love that. That's a good author to me. But again, they can tell you this took two, three, four years to come out with, depending on the size of the book. You read memoirs. Those memoirs didn't come over in a year. It took five, six, seven, eight years to come, sometimes 10 you're like, it took 10 years to write this? Yeah, because there's a lot of stuff. It's a memoir. Can you imagine somebody wrote a memoir within one year of their life? You're like, wow, just like that. And there's so much more stuff. And then they're like, man, this other major thing happened. This other major thing happened. That major thing. So four major things happened. And I don't even, and I already put out a memoir. I missed out. Now they can write another one, but how dope it would have been and how how much powerful and how more potent it would have been if they would have been able to put those four events in their lives, three or four events in their lives into that memoir. Who knows? But again, you are the artist. You're responsible for it. You have this thing in your head. And again, I'm not against manifestation. I'm not against against you speaking it. I'm not against it. Go ahead. That's good. Hopefully you're writing it down. I'm all for it. But... The most important thing than all of that is putting in the work for it. See, the thing is, is that when somebody could just say, oh, I thought it, I thought it, I visualized it. Okay. Yeah. And I have faith is going to happen. Okay. That's it. They just sit right there. No moving, no doing nothing. And all you can hear them say, yeah, cause you know, I'm going to be doing it. I'm going to, and I'm going to, and I'm going to, and I'm going to, I'm going to, it's like, okay. So you've been saying you're going to do for God knows how long. Have you not moved yet? And then when whatever you put out flops, i.e. nothing, it flops. Guess what? You blame everybody else. Yo, man, you got to understand, man, this was happening, man. You got to understand the uh, pandemic. Oh, man, you got to understand blah, blah, blah. Man, you, this was happening and all these various excuses. And the thing is that it gets to that space was like, no, it had nothing to do with none of this stuff. Not entirely, but the main reason was you did not move. You did not move the important paintbrushes, which is your hands and your feet. And what causes those hands and feet to move is the drive. Like Charles Handel said in his book, Master Key System, that which is behind the solar, the solar plexus, yeah, that. What's there that causes you to really move? What's there? That's your drive. What's there that makes you say, you know what? Let me just go ahead and do this thing. What's there? But only you know. And only you know if you have it or not. If you don't have it, those paint brushes are not going to move. You're not going to create nothing. It's just going to be a great movie in your head. That's it. It's just going to be a great movie. But you're the artist. You're the director. Sometimes being part of creating this, some things, some people are going to be out of your life. Sometimes it's going to be done voluntarily, involuntarily. 
You won't have to do anything. They just move on. Those people, those situations, they just disappear out of it. They just fade out. They phase out of your life or fade out. Okay, so be it. But that's part of the game. So what are you creating? A fighter can say they can see themselves being a champion, being one of the greats. No problem. But they just can't see it. They have to go ahead and put in the work in the gym. Countless hours in the gym. Basketball player, football player, hockey player, baseball player, they got put hours into their craft. Hours. Not too long ago, one of the greatest football players of all time has now called it Tom Brady. Officially, he's finally called it after 22 seasons. And imagine, hours upon hours upon hours he put into his craft. There was a time he said himself, he didn't take it that serious. He just relied on just straight talent. Man used to go into practices and film sessions, barely lifted weight, eating pizza and all that stuff. And he had to take his diet workout regimen very serious. Look what happened to him. Got much better in his latter years than he did in his younger years. Now, I don't know if he saw himself to being one of the greats, being labeled as one of the greats. Maybe he did. But he probably finally saw it when he finally started changing up his diet, switching up his workout regimen. And he started taking it serious. And now he said, no, nah, I no longer just want to be a good quarterback to lead a team. No, nah, I want to be one of the greats that you can retire with seven rings, more Super Bowl rings and wins than any franchise in NFL history. One player. Ridiculous. And doing it with two franchises. Incredible. Are you going to be creating just a movie for your head just to live in it vicariously so you can say, wow, yeah, yeah, I am that. That's it. Or are you creating it, putting hands to plow, hands in the dirt, so now you can truly live it? It's on you. Yo, world, thanks a lot for joining me and rocking with me. It's a pleasure. It's an honor. And as always, if you want to catch at me, just go on my social media platforms. If you want to go and check me out, IG, Twitter, email. I'd love to hear from you. And also, support the show, man. Catch me out on PayPal. I would love to have your support. Show some love. About the podcast, I do welcome it. But more importantly, just let me know how this thing is affecting you. We all are still in this fight of life. We all got to keep our towels, no matter what. All right? This fight is now officially over. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And you made it through. All right, world. What are you creating? Go out there and create something fresh, all right? And create something big. Create something great. You got it. It doesn't have to be great in the eyes of somebody else. It's great in your eyes. So when you leave this earth in your last breaths of life, you can say, I finally did it. I said I was going to make that. I was going to make this happen. I was going to do that. Did it. I made it. That's it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. I am Aunt Boogie. And as always, like I tell you, wipe the blood, wipe the sweat, wipe the tears. But whatever you do, don't throw in your towel. I'll check you when I check you. I'll see you when I see you. I am out of here. Peace.